So imagine you are a single parent. You're struggling to make ends meet. You got a child with a disability who's making little to no progress catching up to their peers. And you worry about that child's future every single day. Well, now in the state of Missouri, a scholarship granting organization exists that will allow you to apply for a scholarship for your child. You can now look for a private school that specializes in your child's disabilities. But your superintendent's like, no, 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 no. Uh, your child represents thousands of dollars in state funding. So uh, we, we can't have your child's well-being being at the forefront here. Well, that's what the Kansas City Star editorial board was defending in a just, uh, I mean, and this is saying something, but a pretty disgraceful piece earlier in this week uh, attacking a new policy that is in place in the state of Missouri. Here to talk about that is Dr. Michael McShane, Senior Fellow of Education Policy at the Show Me Institute. Mike, thanks for being here. Uh, Take us through what Missouri is going to be doing and the value of it to Missourians, uh, especially low-income Missourians. Yeah, look, Pete, it's great to be with you, as always. And and I think you set it up well, right? So Missouri has passed this law that will allow nonprofit organizations to offer education savings accounts for low-income students and um, students with disabilities. And so what that means is uh, money will be put into a kind of flexible-use spending account, like an HSA, um, and qualifying students will be able to spend that, as you said, on private school tuition, on therapies, um, on tutoring, on any of the things that they might possibly need. And then the way that the state is trying to basically sort of incentivize people to participate in this is they created a $25 million kind of pot of tax credits. So the first $25 million that people donate to these organizations, uh, they can get a credit uh, against their Missouri tax liability. So it's sort of the, the state isn't directly funding them, but it's kind of providing a nudge. You know, it's a good thing. We want this to happen. And so they're providing this little incentive. And then obviously beyond that, people can continue to donate to these things. And, I, and you can get a, a tax deduction for it, which isn't quite as good as a credit, but you can keep it going. Um, but, yeah, so that's, that's basically what the program worked. $25 million in tax credits to encourage people to donate to these nonprofits that, that have created these accounts for, for low-income students and students with special needs. Take me through, Mike, um, what the incentive is for the public schools to keep a, a child in their system, because that's the pushback. It's like, oh, this is going to defund the public schools. What is the incentive for a superintendent um, for a whatever, a school board, around Missouri to keep a child who is struggling in that system in that system? Well, look, here's the thing. One way of looking at this is that public schools fearing that they will lose kids and the funding that goes with them is actually a good thing in the sense that we want schools to say, oh, man, if we're not doing as well as we could be doing, People might vote with their feet. They they might leave suburban school districts in the Kansas City area on both the Missouri and Kansas side are very attuned to this. Right. People in Blue Springs know that they can move to Lee Summit. People in Lee Summit know they can move to Blue Springs. People in Shawnee Mission and Blue Valley. So those school districts are really attentive to the needs of the, the students in their community. And so hopefully, you know, more of the schools that serve low-income students or students with special needs that maybe aren't as mobile as Blue Valley or Shawnee Mission families are, hopefully they're going to start to say, hey, wait a second, you know, there might be some consequences if we're not serving students as well as we can. Now, I should be very clear, um, and this is some of the the, the star piece that, that got just basic facts about the way this program works wrong, um, but 
in this particular bill in Missouri, there was a provision that was put into it that says that public schools are actually going to be able to count the students that leave to participate in this program for up to five years. So really, public schools are not going to feel anything as a result of this for at least five years, which should give them plenty of time to make any adjustments that they need to make for the small number of students and the very, very small amount of money that they might possibly be missing as a result of this program. Hmm. That's a very good point. Mike McShane, Show Me Institute. They're a Missouri-based think tank. They join us Wednesday mornings on some of the biggest issues happening across the state on KCMO Talk Radio. I mean, Mike, this, you know, this bill, the, the one thing I didn't like about it, I've said it many times for people who have heard me talk about this subject, is that it did only apply to uh, communities that were larger than 30,000, basically protecting rural public schools. I think you're either a school choice advocate or you're not. Uh, it doesn't really matter how big the districts are. But with that being said, do you think this is something that could be applied statewide eventually? Sure. I mean, I think just like that provision that was, you know, five years of I I don't really love the idea of paying student paying school districts to not educate kids or paying them for students that don't go there. And I'm right there with you. I think what's good for the goose is good for the gander that, you know, there are students in rural communities that need this. In many ways, students in rural communities have even fewer options um, when it comes to their their local public schools. So providing them with education savings accounts to access online learning or other things that might be able to. What I hope is going to happen, and this is the, the hopeless optimist in me, is that things like this star editorial that say that the sky is falling as, as the result of some program that's like a rounding error in the total amount of spending and even the amount of students What I hope is going to happen is that over the course of the next few years, we're going to see students really benefit from these programs, and we're going to see them not hurt public school. Like, they really aren't. We've seen these programs proliferate all across the country. You know, Florida has hundreds of thousands of kids participating in this program. Their public schools are still doing fine. Everything's okay. Indiana, Wisconsin, they've been doing this for more than a decade, right? In Wisconsin's case, almost three decades. So what I hope is going to happen is that people are going to see both the benefits to this this program and they're going to see that people aren't really hurt by it. And that's going to organically get people to say, "Okay, cool, let's increase the number of tax credits. Let's increase the pool of eligible students. And in a really good sort of positive way, it'll get more popular. More kids will be able to participate. Mike, great to have your perspective on this. Really appreciate you coming on the show and uh, and joining us because this is a game changer for many parents across the state of Missouri. And uh, and uh, do you know, Mike, I don't know if this is in, in your wheelhouse, do you know how and, and when parents can start getting uh, involved with applications for this? That, I think, all still needs to be fleshed out. To be honest, the governor hasn't signed the bill yet. Yeah, so, yeah I mean, it's on his desk. There's, there's, no, there's no question. Yeah, there's no question, I think, that, that he will. But I would expect sort of over the summer that both the State Department of Education and other kind of advocacy groups. So there's some groups across Missouri, the Children's Educational Alliance of Missouri, the American Federation for Children. I know there are going to be people that are, to, that are going to be working to get people enrolled in this. So I would expect people to see that across social media and a variety of different spaces where they're going to be trying to recruit folks to participate. Very good. Good stuff. Mike, great to have you on, my man. Thanks so much. You're a prince, as always. <laughs> it's the nicest thing someone said to me today. Appreciate that. Uh, Mike McShane of the Show Me Institute. Good to have him on the show. So 